0: The following podcast is a Boys in the Basement production. To find out more, visit us at www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to episode 56 of the Boys in the Basement podcast, coming to you from the subterranean wonder world in the middle of Hampshire. What a wonderful show we have coming up for you today, and I genuinely mean that when I say it, because we have a lot of wonderful things for you to get your laughing gear around. Firstly, you've got me, Mr. Parton, your host. Everyone say hello to me. Hello. Hello. Oh, brilliant. How obedient they all are. Uh, One of those voices you heard was my um, long-suffering host, uh, friend, colleague, lover. It is the one and only Mr. Swan. Hello, Mr. Parton. Some of those things are not true. Yeah. I should just add that (laughs) as a little. You have to guess which one Yeah, It's on a
2: postcard That's it, usual address uh, How are you Mr Swan?
1: Yeah I'm really good Lynn. Have you had a nice week? i had a lovely week Lots gone on, it's been busy I look forward to hearing all yeah. about <laughs> it On our award nominated show Sat next to Mr Swan Is a man who's come decked out in tweed today He's the one and only Department of Audio and Visual Engineering It's Dave <laughs> Hello Woo-hoo-hoo. everyone How are you Dave? Yeah I'm okay now I've been grumpy all week But I'm good now Oh well we'll talk to you about that Later on in our award nominated <laughs> yeah. show uh, We also have a very very special guest lined up for us today he is Rob Warren Hello. hello Rob Warren how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm, I'm really
3: well, actually. Really well? Well, that was good. After yeah. Dave's misery, we've got <laughs> yeah, your wellness. Well, well, yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll go the other way. I'll be miserable by the end of this week. Or by the end of the show. You've, before, obviously listen, like... <laughs> you've
1: obviously listened to us before. You, <laughs> yeah. you know how they go, generally. <laughs> oh, bless him. Yeah, this is a guest that Dave's organised today. So sure Dave, is. when he texted me, he did say we were going to get someone called Rib Warren. Oh, so, <laughs> that uh, sounds like a porn star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for extra pleasure. Um, no, but there is one person that is not in the room today. And you, some people may have noticed. Some I had not noticed. May... noticed. No, well I only just realised it, because I realised I was in such a good mood. <laughs> uh, our normal host, Mr North, he's unfortunately not here today. Oh yeah! Well that's why my mood has improved. What are his reasons for not being here today? Something really lame, wasn't it? I think he's burning a flag. Yeah, he's I burning I think that's a what flag. he's doing. Um, <laughs> he has though taken the time to record us a small message. You know sometimes when he doesn't do shows he likes to record a small message for the fans. So um, this is a pre-recorded message from Mr North. <laughs>
4: He
0: shouldn't have said it then. Yeah, that's true. I
4: don't
1: think we should devote too much of our time to this. uh (laughs) 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 He's
4: got a lot of energy,
1: hasn't he? (laughs) So yeah, that was this. Uh, he sent that to me earlier on. He was very pleased with himself. I don't know what that was all about. though. He does speak in that funny language, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's very, he's a very talented linguist. Yeah, very yeah. cunning really... linguist.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he is there.
1: Uh, I believe. Yeah, he's off cooking some sort of lamb today, isn't he? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He definitely. said he refused to leave the house today because it was something to, he didn't like all the Jesus stuff that was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, all yeah. against sort of religion and stuff, isn't he? he doesn't yeah, any like sort it. of
2: positive feeling, yeah. anything really. <laughs> I
1: think <he's>... He doesn't <laughs> yeah. really like that at all. But yeah, no. you, you respond of acumen in these situations and promotional sort of and that's why we've brought in dave dave why are you wearing tweed today uh because i'm going to a party which is tweed themed it would seem yeah you do look ever so dashing Mister swan would you like to describe how dave is for you today dave is for me yeah, yeah. Uh, dave's
2: <laughs> wonderful for me today yeah oh, he's uh, yeah. got a nice uh, nice shirt smart shirt smart that- pair of jeans and a, a nice faux tweed jacket
1: it is very faux tweed it's, it's, look, french, lo- it's, tweed.
2: it's french tweed there we french tweed. tweed
1: what's faux tweed like french not, not quite real so what's yeah. real tweed then
2: like proper tweed, it's like a Hessian sack almost, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's very it's really horrible. Isn't to it, ones, it's but stained with urine, is what. is. That's tweed. it. Yeah, that's, that's real tweed. That's actually how it's made. Yeah, it's, it is it's stained yeah. with urine. But yeah, but we're it's turning, it's into, we're turning into country urine. file here. I don't think oh, we should well, go too long far. Don't
1: want to go that far <laughs> down the tweed route. Maybe. Yeah. So Rob, it's very nice of you to be here. There is a reason you're here, though. I would assume. What are you here to talk to us about today? So well, Dave.
3: Dave messaged me a while back, and was like, "Oh, we did this podcast, which I know." And yeah, he yeah. was like, "Do you want to come on?" Okay. And uh, so I'm I'm here. I figured well what I figured it was is that I was when Dave said Mr. North was away, am I am I like the surrogate Mr. North? And if so, what does that entail? You don't want to be
0: the you surrogate. You definitely don't want to do that. No. Basically, be yourself. What you just heard
1: was what <laughs> right. that would entail. Yeah. So, you, I think you're a much nicer man than Mr. North. But Rob, we have touched on it. You have like some sort of PhD in something, don't you? Uh, not yet, but I'm working towards one, yeah. You know loads about clouds and stuff, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do, yeah. And you're trained to be a weatherman? Uh, n- no, not technically, but okay. For the purposes of this show, why not? So we're looking forward to chatting to you all about the weather later on, and also getting you involved in a we've got a little quiz lined up about the weather. <laughs> I'm That's, genuinely excited. We do quizzes you so well. Right. <laughs> uh, and we're also, I think Mr. Swan, you've arranged uh, a little uh, phone call to someone later on, haven't you? I have, yes, after the success of finally getting
2: Ismar on the phone, after about the 12th attempt, <laughs> yeah. we thought we'd given another go, and we go international this time, so we are going to be hopefully if cross our fingers and our toes if everything goes well we're going to be catching up with our friend miss nicola dempsey who was on a, three or four shows before she left for america to join an american comedy script writing school so we're going to actually try and contact her across the pond
1: Ooh, in the show we're going international love we are. right well before we do that uh, should we play our first song of the show yeah let's, let's do it. it let's get this ball rolling uh, right do you want music from young colleagues or we were evergreen colleagues Colleagues yeah really. let's do it colleagues? Yeah. well Colleagues are a band do you remember Liv Slania I do from yeah. Mystic well, I very much enjoy emailing her and she keeps sending me excellent bands this is another one of her little bands from her little nest so this is Colleagues and the song is called Tears <laughs> Is by the band Colleagues and that was lovely and they have appeared on the music scene about a year ago um, it's a Swedish quintet and uh, they've almost instantly captivated the online press and media to their versatile songwriting and exuberant production a blend of soft synths energetic choruses and catchy vocal lines have also landed them a record and publishing deal with In Stereo Records a new label launched by Fierce Panda Records boys we are now going to review that in our cultural review item called Review Tears by Colleagues <laughs>
2: Mr Swan what have <laughs> you got to that- say about it? I loved it I thought it was really really good Okay. I it had a really good beat to it. It was sort of very 80s sort of feel to it. Was it a bit haunting? Um, no, I don't, I don't think <laughs> it was. But it did actually. have a good beat. It had a great yeah. beat. It wasn't that haunting, actually, I thought. It was very upbeat.
1: Reminded me of sort of like we said Depeche Mode, Tears for Fears type thing. Loved it. I'll give that an 8. Brilliant. Uh, right. Uh, for listeners who are new and for Rob as well, Mr. Swan basically has a, has a habit of describing all of our music as haunting, and it's somewhere on a scale <laughs> of haunting. It's either haunting or not haunting. I do haunting. have a haunted scale. Uh, uh, everything does have a good beat as well, if you've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't have a good beat, it doesn't get any sort of score. We should find yeah, some to play with no drums I do like a yeah. good <laughs> beat I'm a big no fan of beats beat and it is totally not haunting <laughs> yeah. right Dave what did you make of that?
0: Uh, yeah, no, I liked it. I'd think is I'd actually listen to it again. I thought it was really, really cool. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good for me, yeah. no, I'm, I normally hate music. Um, no. Um, no, 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 it was good. It was good. I really liked the sort of electronic 80s sound to it. It was very cool. The sort of produced drum sound was awesome.
1: Yeah, it was just a catchy <laughs> had, little number. It had a good beat, didn't it? It, right? it did, did have it? a good yeah, beat. Did, yeah. mm, Can't did, deny it. Yeah. And Rob, did it leave you haunted? Yeah, I'm, I'm
3: feeling pretty <laughs> spooked up. There's chills down my spine. If you had to no. give it a mark out of 10, what would you give it?
0: I, I'd give it a solid 8 as well. I think oh, and Dave, I I'll, I'll give you? it I'll
1: give it a seven. Mr P then. I liked it, but not loads. I really liked it. The beat was definitely there. It definitely had a beat. <laughs> the agreed. Beat, I would say the beat wasn't quite fat enough for me. I like a fat sort of dirty beat, sort of something like Kavinsky or something like that. So I would say I would give that seven because although I love the beat and I love the drive and I love the eighty stuff, it's very in vogue at the moment. It's good music to work out to. And I like that. It wasn't quite fat enough for me. But I am definitely intrigued to see what that band come up with next. And we should be keeping a close eye on them and be attempting to get them on to the show here at com. So yeah, how did that go, boys? How are we feeling about our lives at the moment? Very good. That's quite an expansive question. Yeah, It well, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. yeah just to well. Just sort of casually sort of slip into that. Well, talking of casually slipping into things, there is something I'd <laughs> casually love to slip into right now, and that is talk about me attempting to become a world record breaker. Let's talk about this, shall Yeah, we? let's talk about this, because I couldn't quite
2: believe my eyes when I saw it. Well,
1: this. what's your understanding of the situation?
2: My, my basic understanding is that your band, Lim, that you're a part of, the Von Lugers, my understanding is that you're going to attempt to do the longest live concert ever yes we are Which, by a single band by a single
1: band yes yeah
2: when I think the record is what 65 hours or something 65 is hours non-stop that seems a hell of a lot
1: Yes, well, we're going to attempt to go for seventy hours straight. Which that- means that we will start on a Friday night and we will go all the way through until somewhere on a Sunday Just, afternoon. What, what, have you thought about things like toilet breaks and eating and sleeping and stuff? You're allowed a fifty-minute break every eight hours. Fifty or fifteen? One 1-5 five, one five. Every eight hours. That's not a lot. It's not long enough to sleep. Yeah, but you don't need to. That's going to be the hardest thing: sleep deprivation. No, no, no. Hang on, no. I need to broach this subject: Pooing
0: as a drummer. <laughs> How yeah. are you going to get around that I situation? Think, I think because
3: well, I was in the best
4: position, surely. <laughs> <laughs> he sat you
0: down already. Yeah, no, no, no. We all have wireless systems. As uh, uh, other people, So we Possibly. can all just
1: go and sit on the loo, and you know.
4: Yeah, I, I reckon I
1: could poo. easily go seventy hours without pooing. That's only like three days. I don't reckon that's that unusual. And I won't be eating much because I'll be drumming, so all of my energy. But where's your um, energy going to come from for the drumming? Bananas and yum yums. Well, okay. That's going to be great <laughs> for your digestive system when yeah. you're trying well, to yum-yums not The yum yums are going to have to be passed, aren't they? At some it's point. just going to be a modium. No, I'll be burning off the yum yums, but it is going to need proper. We're going to have to. Really focused because Dave's in this band as well, and we're gonna have to literally start a fitness regime. But the hardest thing is gonna be staying awake because we will start to hallucinate at around the fifty hours mark. I
2: mean, I'm very happy to come and support you, but I just think it's a tall order. But uh, was it you said that one? You can you have to have four members of the band on stage at all times. Yes, and there are five of you, aren't there? Yes. So could you not work like a rotor system where one of you could have a bit of time off?
1: Yeah, the Guinness uh, World Records company are uh, analysing our request and they'll be sending us all the actual details. Of say, what we d- need and to does do. someone have to be present from the Guinness World Records? Well, for an extra four hundred pounds, you can have an official adjudicator they're from the Guinness World. 70 hours. Yeah. And that makes it more official. And apparently they're good with dealing with the media. But of course we'll get that. We've got to do it properly, haven't we? We're yeah, absolutely. Official. And then we'll be on the old record breakers with Cheryl Baker and Roy s- Castle. It'll show- be brilliant. <laughs>
3: Are they just going
1: to be sat there with like a clipboard for the whole 70 hours? I imagine so. Probably playing They'll snake. Like to go for the poo <laughs> and go <laughs> to sleep. It is going to be good. More details will be following but we are going to attempt. I'm, I could actually become a world record holder. And, me, that. and me. And me. Yeah, yeah, and, and Dave. And Dave as well. He's involved too. That but mostly be, me. Be yeah be of good. course. Mostly me. And I that's good. Uh, Other things that are good are the weather. And sometimes when you look at the weather, you think, what is that all about? Sometimes (laughs) I think, how does weather happen? Where does weather come from? Where does weather go? Who invented the weather? What's going to happen with the weather? And when I have these questions, I would always ask Michael Fish. But when you can't reach for Michael Fish, (laughs) you reach for the next best thing, the one and only... Rob Warren. Hello, Rob. Hello. That was a beautiful segue, by the way. Was it? That was lovely intro. You looked baffled and bemused. I couldn't tell if you were raging, sort of fizzing with a silent rage because I compared you to Michael Fish or whether you were sort of pleased and proud. I I did used to get angry about that, but I've, I've mellowed. Yeah, well, we do joke about it, but like the weather is a big deal, isn't it? And you've dedicated your life to understanding the weather and the science of it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've dedicated my life. To He's dedicated his life.
1: Um, but there's so much. Like you're genuinely very interesting, and I want you to tell us interesting stuff that you've done. You did actually go storm chasing for a small amount of time, didn't you?
3: Yeah, I did indeed. So I was uh, studying out in America for a few months, and uh, they have big storms. They have tornadoes, so we went out and chased some. It's pretty awesome, actually. I would really recommend it if you're. Well, yeah, if you're into that sort of thing.
1: And how many tornadoes did you actually? Uh,
3: we went out loads. We drove thousands of miles, and probably only saw five tornadoes. I think is all I've seen. So, yeah, if you if you go storm chasing, you have to be aware that most of the time you will just be sat in a car, driving, <laughs> listening to country music because that's pretty much all there is, uh, or, or Jesus radio.
0: So, how do you actually find a tornado then?
3: Uh, so, on certain days the conditions are right. Um, so, you know, there are only certain days where you actually go out chasing, and you have a rough idea like. In this area of a state, which is still a big area, yeah, you know? yeah, you got you got to target that sort of region, um, and then you just keep an eye on like all the data you've got. Usually, you've got like mobile internet and stuff, and you just wait for a storm to appear, either visually or like on the on the radars and that. And then you just you just go after it. And, and what, what do you do when you actually get to the tornado? Well, you don't, yeah. You, you watch it. You know, you don't... <laughs> you don't go into it. You? <laughs> you you, you, well, no, some people do actually. Can you get close? Yeah, yeah. So we got we were within a kilometer of one, but some people have got within meters
1: of the, end, the sort of really? edge of
3: the circulation and that. Yeah. Well,
1: and what became of those people?
3: Uh, well actually one of them died but um, <laughs> <ooh>. <laughs> no 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 so it's actually so everyone this is one thing people think people think storm chasing is actually really dangerous um, but it's not uh, because the storms move in a very predictable way you can, you can kind of know which way they're going there was one last year that moved in a very unpredictable way um, and that was actually the first instance that anyone chasing a storm has actually been killed by one but that that sadly did happen and, uh, and let's keep bringing the mood down a bit more yeah.
1: shall we because <laughs> no, I saw a documentary once about tornadoes it was called The Wizard of Oz and uh, if you get stuck in a tornado you end <laughs> up in a magical world don't you has yeah has that ever it, happened
3: to you no it, it hasn't actually I keep trying but um <laughs> Yeah, no, I do. I do keep trying in that. I need a little dog as well. You know, I think yes. that's part of it. Was it called Toto? Toto, yeah. Yeah, Toto, yeah. Good, good band. Yeah. <laughs> we've, had, yeah. we've had the rainfall in Africa.
1: Speaking yeah. of rainfall, Rob, like, is it true that cats can get sucked up in tornadoes? Apparently so. Uh, we were saying about this before. Yeah, when was it? A few months ago. A few apparently. months ago, some, yeah. yeah. Some yeah.
3: woman on the news was saying that there were some feral cats. cats. Feral cats. So yeah, that's important. Tornadoes yeah. can't actually live <laughs> if they're pet. If they're yeah. actually pets, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're fatter, they're heavier, you know, the aerodynamics <laughs> change. So. Is that all true then? I, I don't know. I didn't go out and verify it for myself, I must admit. But uh, no, why not? Tornadoes and cats.
1: Why do they get so many tornadoes in Oklahoma? Because that's quite a good place to go for it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So the sort of the
3: whole Great Plains. Uh, it's uh, it's the geography of the region purely. So they got, you know, they got the Gulf of Mexico there. It's really hot and moist there, so that just provides loads of energy for the storms. And then to the west, you've got the mountains, and that provides sort of colder air. And actually, to the southwest, you've got the deserts. So you've got Mexico and high desert plains up there, and that provides dry air. And those ingredients coming together in that exact location, that's why it's such a good place. And there's nowhere really quite like in the world. There are a few other places like, uh, I think, Bangladesh and parts of Argentina and that. But most people chase in the States because it's got, you know, just more resources than that and it's easier to do it and that better road networks and that but yeah all
1: right so what would happen say if me and mr swan and dave got in a car and went storm chasing what advice would you have for us and what is the likelihood that we'd get into trouble
3: <laughs> odds are you probably just see nothing because uh, <laughs> america is massive like the great plains are massive and uh, storms are pretty small so odds are you wouldn't see anything but if you did my advice would be approach from the southeast. And just and if you see the
1: tornado, you know you can drive towards it, but just don't don't just drive in it. <laughs> just try not to drive in it. <laughs> what happens if you drive into a tornado? What actually happens to you as a person? If I was in a car and I drove into a tornado, what's is there? A, is you just calm in the middle? the main thing is you probably wouldn't be able to get into a middle of
3: it, although some people have so basically there's this vehicle in the States that these guys have, they say that they're researchers but I'm not actually sure if they are, but they have this armoured car and they drive <laughs> it amazing. they drive, honestly, it's called the TIV, the Tornado Intercept Vehicle and it's <laughs> <have, and laughs> incredible just, and yeah. it has so it has big wings down the side to stop the wind getting under it, because if yeah, the wind yeah. gets under it could flip it, so it has those on the side and they, they just drive into it to, in theory take measurements and that, but I think they at least partly do it just for the, the kicks really, but um, but yeah, no, so if you were to try and drive into a tornado, I reckon you, if it was a decent, strong tornado, you probably wouldn't make it in because you'd either get flipped or picked up, uh, or the main thing that would happen is you'd probably get hit by stuff flying around
1: it, you know. Like cows and cats. cats. Like cats. Feral yeah. cats. Specifically. No, no, feral cats. You'd be like,
3: your car would be completely destroyed by feral cats, and they'd come in the windows and just start clawing the place up. And...
1: Okay, and what PhD is it that you're studying at the moment? It's just, well, it's
3: generally it's meteorology. The work I'm doing is qu- quite specific. I'm looking at uh, heavy rainstorms in the UK. is slightly different, not not like the heavy rain we had this winter, smaller scale. So can you
0: stop the flooding we've been having?
3: Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I can stop the flooding, Dave. <laughs> Whatever you need. <laughs> you are God.
1: Uh, right, well, what we're going to do now is going to take a little break because we've got another song to play for you. Now, do we want to hear We Were Evergreen or do we want to hear Young?
3: Wait, it wasn't We Were Evergreen one of the options... Before when you said it, yeah, that's
1: what I mean. There's three options throughout the show. Oh, okay, so and it's we're gonna, just, gonna get
3: it's gonna get played eventually because I just feel bad if we keep yeah, rejecting yeah, yeah. it. I know every well, all single these time. three
1: songs will get played, Rob, but we pick. the like, get everyone pick the order. We're well, just you know mixing it up yeah. a little bit. A we're bit going to young. and fro. We're yeah, right.
2: Yeah, we're going young.
1: Basically, right. it feels like
3: it's a democracy, but it's not. Yeah. No,
1: no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> we're all imprisoned Liam's... by <laughs> the tyranny of choice at the end <laughs> yeah. of the day. We're imprisoned in a bit of a matrix. All right, and here is the speech if you want the speech. Now I'm not gonna do a speech. This is from a band called Young. They are the ...most mysterious slash possibly just lazy band ever. They have, like, no promotional stuff going on. They have no photos, no nothing. But the music they produce is sensational. And last year they did a track called something I've forgotten the name of it, i look at what the song's playing, but they've just released another track and it's called something like On the Back Seat or something like that, and it's not half as smarty as it sounds, but it is bloody good. So I hope that us playing their music is a like a call to arms and to get on and release an EP or something. So this is young and the song is possibly called On the Back Seat, In the Back Seat, Around the Back Seat, Get In My Back Seat, it's something like that. But enjoy when we come back we'll review it and then we should be doing a little quiz in which Dave will take on Rob.
4: Yeah. Sitting in the back seat waiting for some wishes. been so long, I don't know what he's missing So he sits in the back and he checks out the view Ooh, But he knows this road is gone
1: was young and the song was actually called backseat driver it was not called in the backseat it was not called get on my backseat it was not called any of those things that is simply my smutty mind working overtime i have just like to confirm that song is called backseat driver and i think it was bloody nice and if you want to find out more about that band you can do on facebook.com slash young but they are literally i think the laziest slash most mysterious band in the world um but yeah that was nice i think what did you make of it mr prothero Mr. Pro... Oh, me. Um,
0: well, I, I, I only listened to this show the other day where they are actually... You played their first, first song, but now you tell me they've only done one since, and that's this one we've just listened to. So that's not very good, guys. Um, LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> yeah. However, this one is a significant step up. It sounds a lot more like a real song than a demo. So yeah, it's it's good. It had a nice catchy catchy part to it. It was, cool. was really critical. Dave. It was. Yeah, well, I don't know. like people that are lazy.
1: <laughs> okay. What would you give it out of ten, Dave? If you had to give it a rating, <laughs>
0: um, I'd give the song a seven, but their effort a five. There's no score for effort, though. So
2: the song right. a
1: seven. Did it get?
0: Yes. Okay.
2: What would you give that song, Mr Swan? Well, I actually really enjoyed that. And mm. for the second time, I'm not going to be able to use the word haunting. I think you've done this on purpose. I actually really. Mm. Enjoyed Enjoyed it. I, I I thought it was nice. I thought she had a nice voice. you were struggling um, to say that. It I'm has trying a good not beat to beat. say it's
1: got a good beat. <laughs> uh, no, it was lovely. It was very enjoyable. I'd give that an eight. Actually, hmm? okay. I'd listen to it again. I'm probably with Swan on that one. I really like the the lady's vocals. They were very sort of haunting, I would say. (laughs) And I've got a real thing for female vocalists. Uh, I think they're very beautiful. And there was something very pure and operatic about her vocal, which Mm. also was a little bit ethereal, slightly mysterious, and a little bit magical. The song had a very lovely soft feel to it, nothing too hard going on. So I would give that an eight. I'm giving that an 8 because I loved it a lot and yeah I did love their other song which was called Speak No which we played about a year or so ago but it looks like that one which came at the end of last year is their most latest work but I think they're a good bunch and they need to get on it they're only from Brighton let's go down there and shout things into their ears to make them work hard Rob what did you make of that song?
3: I really really liked it yeah I'm surprised Dave was quite so critical but I guess he's uh, been in the business for a while oh exactly (laughs) he's 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 become jaded yeah Yeah, so no experience no I'd give that a 9 I thought it was really good Whoa, a 9 yeah
1: Wow, so what was the overall score for that one, Mr Swan? 32 What did the song before it get? 30 Oh, so Younger in the lead Younger in the lead For Record of the Fortnight Right, now before we played that song I promised you guys a quiz Oh, it's going to be a quiz It's going to be a grudge match between Dave and Rob But before that, Mr Swan has just reminded me That we need to ring someone in America (laughs) And these Americans, they don't like to hang about, do they? They need to be rung right now So we are going to ring the one and only Miss Nicola Dempsey Now we have never done this live on air Because usually we use like a different phone system But today, I am on the Skype And we are going to attempt to Skype someone live on Boys in the Basement Oh, this is dramatic So Nicola Dempsey, let's hope that she's not gone to the toilet or anything Oh, oh hello There's a little brief interlude from R2-D2 there Right Hello Hello
4: Hello, Nicola
5: Hello Hello, how are you? I'm really good, thank you. How are you?
1: We are amazing. Thank you ever so much for answering the phone on our call. We're live on air now, so do not swear, say anything racist or abuse any primates, okay?
5: Give me a moment to get myself together.
1: (laughs) 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 Uh, Nicola, it's ever so lovely to hear from you. We haven't spoken to you since way back when you were on the show, about like four months or so ago. Is this the case? I'm
5: crazy. Yeah, I think that's right.
1: And do you want to just remind the listeners what happened to you, where you've gone and what you've been up to?
5: Um, I'm currently sitting in my apartment in Chicago. uh, Oh, fancy. Writing and comedy writing.
1: (laughs) Okay, and why did you end up in Chicago?
5: Um, Because one of the world's greatest comedy theatres and training centres is here. It's called The Second City. um, And it's one of the best places to study sketch writing and improv and stuff like that. So uh, I want to write for American television and an American audience. So I came out to Chicago to do it.
1: So, what is Chicago like as a city to be in? Is it windy?
5: Um, it has been quite windy. Um, when I arrived, they were still sort of coming out of their polar vortex, so it was I think minus twenty degrees. It was freezing, and it's only just starting to warm up now, which is nice. Actually, it's really, really gorgeous sun at the moment. Um, so but it is it is quite breezy, but it's not cold anymore, so that's good.
1: Okay, Nicola, do you want to know why it's so windy in Chicago? Yes because we have a weather man here who is an expert in meteorology say hello, hello rob
5: can you tell can you explain please hello hello hello
3: yeah uh i'm not sure that i can it, <laughs> <laughs> that's backfired <laughs> that's gone terribly wrong no i'm sorry uh, is it just is it quite i think it's quite flat around chicago and you're you're against the lake so that probably makes a difference yeah. 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 Oh, you mentioned the polar vortex. That's uh, yeah. That's big news in America. I love
1: it that they're coming out of their polar vortex. I'm um, <laughs> yeah. coming out, so you better get this cold wind away. Um, yeah, he's a weatherman, and Chicago is the windy city, isn't it? Yeah. So that's why I asked about the wind, and then I realised that a weatherman. You see, this professionalism just flows out of me, Nicola. Uh, Mr. Swan's got some questions for you about your life in comedy school. Hello, Nicola. Hi, how so. are you? I'm really good. Good, good. It's nice to hear your voice again. <laughs> I've. Got- <laughs>
2: that's not how I meant that <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> Yeah, I have got. Have you, uh, so obviously your time on the show, have you taken some of the sort of comedy that we sort of instilled in you over here and taken it over there and taught the Americans a few things? Or have you um, gone over there and thought we haven't got a clue what we're doing in Britain?
5: Yeah, yeah no. Good. Um, um, I've taken some, I've got quite a few projects on uh, with my various classes and things at the moment. So I've obviously taken sort of inspiration from things at home. And uh cashed in on being British, which is really working for me very well. I'm I bet they love that at home, surprisingly. <laughs> uh, so that's good. Um a lot of things like fall a bit flat, like sort of certain words and things where I'm like, Oh yeah, this is a good one and then my teacher or whoever will sort of pull it up and be like, Um, you need to change that because we don't really understand what hench is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna rejig that and see what we can do. Um, but in general it's sort of it's working pretty well. I've got the sort of best of both worlds. I'm cashing in on being British and adapting to the kind of American style and stuff. So it's going I think I've got a good balance at the moment.
2: Awesome, okay. awesome. I have got one other big question. Yes. Well obviously when you left, I was yeah. sort of poised, just about to launch into the my the musical of my life, the much talked yeah. about musical of my life that I am in the sort of process of writing. And uh-huh. obviously I've I've heard you've been actually having classes in writing musicals. Is this correct?
5: Well, I do. I take a comedic songwriting class, which is a real thing. Yeah. Um, And weirdly, so bizarre, our class yesterday was a sort of crash course in how to write a satirical musical. Unbelievable. Because they're so popular at the moment with, like, The Book of Mormon and, like, South Park Musical and that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. So there's no so, better time to launch the Mr Swan musical.
5: So perfect.
1: No, is, no, no one else will have that idea, I can guarantee, the in moment. your class. It well. <laughs> a <laughs> dreary life story of a Welsh man <laughs> living in southern England. I can guarantee no one else is doing this, Nicola. <laughs> How quickly can you write this musical? How quickly can you get some songs? I need I times, have, I need dates, I need deadlines.
5: I have to have it outlined by next Saturday, and I have to have written the first song by next Saturday. Oh. So... We're moving pretty quickly on Mrs. Mm. Swan the Musical, I think.
1: Well, I think it needs some quick movement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll sort out a venue. You just write the songs and the script, and together we can put on the play. I'll sort out actors and actresses yeah, and Yeah, we'll sort it out this end. If you just give us the material, and we'll, we'll put it all together.
5: Yeah, and while you're going on there, I can sort of workshop it here a bit, see how it would fare if we took it across the park. We could take it to Broadway. We could take it to broad. Try out in Chicago, take it to Broadway.
1: Amazing. Is Boys in the Basement quite big in America? Have you had lots of people sort of approaching you based on your appearance on the show? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. I like to hear that. that- I-, I think that was just a time delay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Nicola, are you funnier now? Would you say you're funnier now than you were before, now you've been to funny school?
5: Um, I think I'm smarter funny and maybe more... and uh, more more... Uh, I've got a stronger point of view I think that's what they kind of teach you is to write with a point of view and to actually be saying something okay which is kind of yeah instead of just like writing a bunch of fart jokes or something unless they're (laughs) fart jokes with a point of view um but I like a fart joke they're fine but yeah I think it's more sort of focused which is cool because it's in a frame like you're given like a framework and sort of not rules but guidelines on sort of good ways and effective ways and successful ways to write sort of sketches and songs and films and TV shows and stuff. So it's more, more direct and more focused, which is what I was hoping to achieve. So that's good.
1: Well, thank you ever so much for giving us your lovely time. I'm sure it is precious and you, uh, there's lots for you to be doing whilst you're out in Chicago. Uh, What have you got planned for the rest of the day?
5: Um, it is a gorgeous day so i think i'm gonna go uh, outside maybe head down to the lake i'm not sure okay um, with, like a couple of my roommates and stuff
1: so cool well look out for any weather that you see and if you've got any questions about it just drop us an email and we'll pass them on to rob <laughs> all right i got loads of time at the moment. <laughs> yeah he's got loads of time but no, thank yeah. you very much nicola it's been emotional it's been <laughs> epic and we will speak to you very very soon
5: speak to you later speak to you soon nicola
1: soon. bye-bye nicola bye-bye. 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 Bye bye. I don't know that I actually did a wave then,
3: but I waved goodbye <laughs> yeah. to a telephone.
1: The <laughs> goodbye that was, was nice.
3: nice, it was almost harmonised.
1: So that was nice, that was a phone call to someone in America. What do we make of all that then, Swan? Oh, I think that's really good, that's high tech, isn't it? A technological the i tell you. Technological, and that is on something called the Skype, and I reckon that'll catch on I reckon soon. that'll be big. Skype yeah, is going to be all gonna, over the big. internet soon. Yeah. It's going to take over from Bebo, it's going to take over from MySpace. <laughs> it's the yeah. new MSN Messenger. <laughs> right, is it time for a little quiz now? Yeah. Right. How are we going to do this quiz? I want this quiz to have pace. Well, and I know nothing so about you, this you quiz. You've come up with the quiz, so it's right, up to right, Dave. Can you get a timer ready, going now? I need a timer. We're going to give Rob thirty seconds to answer as many questions about the weather as he we possibly can. Oh my. Swan, you're going to keep score of how many he gets, and then we will ask Dave thirty questions about the weather and
6: see who <laughs> gets. Is that not swimming. slightly unfair?
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Here we go. So okay. thirty seconds. Is thirty seconds enough, or do you think we should be a minute? Either can a minute. Either can a minute. And and if it's as rubbish, long as you've we'll got an, it down. As long as you've got enough questions. <laughs> oh, I got. I got thirty questions. That'll be about a minute's worth. Of yeah. As That'll be about a minute's worth. Yeah, I cannot... One every two seconds. No, (laughs) hang on, hang on. A minute and 30. At least three seconds. No, we'll just... I think a minute's good. A A minute's minute's punchy. Yeah, a minute's good. You you don't have to get through them all. Yeah, you'll
0: get ten ten questions done in that time. Okay, Okay, right. Are we ready? Yeah. Three, two... Oh, hang on, before we start, when I
1: ring a bell, that means the correct answer, and that is where you will write down he's got one right. Right, okay, I think I can handle that. If there is no (laughs) ding, then it means that you have become a dong, alright? Okay. (laughs) So no ding means he's a dong. Alright, here we go. Are we ready? Three, Three, two, two, one, go. Which of these revolving weather systems is smallest, hurricane, typhoon, tropical cyclone or tornado? Tornado. He got it right. Aside from the amusing reference popularised by Frank Zappa, which is the usual cause of large-scale yellow snow weather effects seen in certain parts of the world? No idea No, that's a dong Uh, What is the line on a weather chart which joins points of equal pressure? Isobar Ding, you got it right Who invented the mercury thermometer? No idea Daniel Gabriel Fahrenheit Uh, Octa is a unit of measurement of what? Cloud cover Ding, he got it right What common term refers to the amount of water vapour that is held in the air? Uh, Relative humidity Uh, I'll give you that one, it just says humidity on my answers (laughs) Uh, Which shipping forecast area lies immediately south of the 40s off the British Isle? No idea no, you no, we got that wrong. <laughs> I'll take the point. Uh, what wind speed limit applies for setting athletic sprinting and jumping records? <laughs> uh, eight metres a second. No, it's two metres per second. Um, what were all girls from 1953 uh, to 1979? Uh, I'll start it, so I will finish. And therefore, alternating boys and girls? Oh, hurricanes What about hurricanes? Oh, they're hurricanes' names. Yes, I'll give you that one. Names of tropical storms or hurricanes. Bing, he got that. So, in a minute, how many did he get? He scored five. Okay, five. Okay, Dave, so you have a minute to beat five. And the questions I'm going to ask Dave have come from exactly the same list, okay? We ready? Yes. Three, two, one, go. Is rain wet or dry? Wet. Right. Is the sun hot or cold? Hot. What colour (laughs) is snow? Yellow. <laughs> oh, uh,
4: he,
1: got it wrong. he got it wrong. He got that one no. wrong. It depends what you've done to it. Right. What? <laughs> like. <laughs> um. Is the sun in the sky or under the sea? In the sky. Ding. He got that one right. Uh, all right. Let's give him some proper sure, questions this now. This weather, man, is a real easy. Toy, um, isn't it? What is the more exotic name of the Northern Lights visible under certain conditions in the northern hemisphere's the night sky? Aurora Borealis. Yes. you got that one right. What is a haboob? No idea It's a sandstorm um, What is a childlike name given to the significant weather activity linked to sea temperature rise in the Pacific Ocean? Uh, no idea uh, El Nino Stop uh, Right, how many did Dave get? He's got four! Oh, so <laughs> yes. So even with the easiest set of questions <laughs> With <laughs> So Rob, let's give Rob a round of applause Woo! official weather champion he's defended his honour Right, just about he has the knowledge right well after all that excitement I think it's time for our final song of the show which Dave has ready for us now Dave talk to us about the song you've brought along why have you brought it along and is it nice Um, the song is very nice it's a new single by We Were Evergreen
0: a band that I really really enjoy and would love if they could come on our show that is not just a little hint Uh, the song is called Full Start and it's a new single off their upcoming album
1: Okay, everybody, this is Full Start from We Were Evergreen.
6: Gun was shot after I was already out. The rule is clear, it's a false star. A false start. Two men drop, one to the bottom and one to the top. We got ourselves in a cold war. A cold war. Word in hand, friend of a father, the mouse so planned Didn't work out like I thought it would Eyes ahead, keep on rippling through the sand Once I stop, it's over, it's over In the fast track, I'm take taking take Might have sat back, but I've gone too far I can make it, just a few more yards I'm not notiti- fading, yeah, I'm almost done. Oh-oh-oh-oh-oh. 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 Can't believe what just happened, it wasn't me I know better than you I'm up ahead This is between the front lines I mean Take me more. Mine is back, but I've gone too far. Ah, ah. I can make it just a few more yards. And I'm not failing, yeah, I'm almost there.
1: start by the band we were ever green and that is their parisian band aren't they they're from the old land of frenchness aren't they oh they're
0: french i don't know whether about parisian but
1: yeah, yeah they're probably parisian everything from france is from paris i believe that france has got a small country and paris is about 90 percent of it is how i would perceive it because <laughs> if, if whenever i watch tv anyone who lives in france on like a film or something they yeah. all have the eiffel tower visible through their window yeah they do don't they yeah, yeah. but it's that- very big yeah, actually, we were watching James Bond a minute ago, and they yeah. jumped off the Eiffel Tower, didn't yeah, they? she did, yeah. So, yeah, that is a Parisian band, We Were Evergreen. You can find them at wewerevergreen.com. Uh, mm-hmm. What did we all make of that song? I shall be reviewing it first. I found that song to be peculiar and quite difficult to get on with, but I think there was something there I liked. I would give it seven. It wasn't instantly catchy. I think it's going to take some work for me to like that song. I do prefer some of their older stuff, but that song is a seven for me. But a seven's exactly what I was going to give it as well. I, I
2: probably would go back and listen to it again just to see if I'm missing something. Okay. If that makes sense. Um but yeah, it was a
1: solid 7 though. I mean, it was pleasurable. What about you, Dave? This is oh, one of your favorite bands, isn't it?
0: I found it peculiar. They were it, it's a it's an interesting song. It's got all sorts of different melodic hooks and weird noises going on. Um but again, it's it's um it, although it's a cool song, it's probably not my favorite one of theirs. Uh so I'd I'd give it a 7. Um over to you, Rob. Haunting
3: <laughs> with a good
0: beat or without,
3: yeah, and a good beat. Oh, now, yeah. I, I thought, I think, I reckon it's a, it might be a grower. I reckon mm. you might. Yeah, wanna, it's definitely uh, got grower yeah, element. To I it, reckon it? you might want to rate it again sometime. I, <laughs> I quite like. It. it sounded to me like the sort of song it would be playing, like you'd go to a cool party or something, or in a film you see a cool party. Yeah, mm. And it'd be on in the background, and you'd just sort of be like. Yeah, I think the trouble with it is it's
1: not very immediate.
3: Yeah, no, I think, I think it. got yeah, It's a, for it's a, a grower, definitely. No, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, no, so I think seven's all round then, is it? Yeah, right. seven's all
1: round. Thank you very much, guys. So what score did that song get? So that scored 28. Whoa, mm. so our winning song of the fortnight yeah. is, the is laziest from the band laziest ever. band. <laughs> so Young have got our record of the fortnight with their song Backseat Driver. Yeah. Well, let's give it up for them. Let's Woo. give them a round of applause. <laughs> wow, well, that is amazing. So that proves that if you're lazy, you will win stuff is what I will say (laughs) only if you've got
0: dedicated people presenters trying to push you to do stuff
1: yeah speaking of dedicated presenters I have been dedicated and gone out and found some news today and do you know what that means Mr Swan it's time for the news
4: the news this is the news this is the news
6: this is the news
1: news it's the news right for all you new listeners out there and for all you people who've listened to me say it about 56 times now, and for Rob as well this is the part of the show where I have three news stories right okay. I read out three headlines and then in the room we have a vote it's meritocratic so the best merited news story will be read out in full you following I'm following I know right it. so my three headlines this week Ah, oh, cow and bull tie the knot next headline Male cop dressed as Amish woman for two years. <laughs> and world's oldest barmaid still serving at 100. No, it's the Armish. No, Amish no man. definitely the Armish, Amish I think. Yeah. I never thought right. I'd say the Armish. Because it, it can't be Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, okay. <laughs> not, Chinese, not, many, Amish not many Armish Chinese people are there. <laughs> did, did I say two <laughs> years? There, yeah. Man. I meant two months. But it's still, <laughs> good. it's still a good story. Still a good story. It's still going to be good. Right, so Mr. Swan is going to have the tablet of news now. Right, here we go. Here is the ne- Oh, my word. Here we go. Why what, what are you on my wording? Yeah, there, there's a
2: picture. <laughs> There's a picture, quite a scary picture actually. It's supposed to be a woman? I think it's meant to be a woman Yeah It, definitely... it looks like a sort of Peter Kay character Yeah like So a creation. this the
1: policeman dressed as an Amish woman? Yeah, definitely yeah.
2: Here we go Male cop dressed as Amish woman for two months An undercover cop spent two months dressed as an Amish woman In the hope of scaring off a man exposing himself to Amish children <laughs> Pula- oh. Pulaski Township Sergeant Chad Adams posted a picture of himself in the Amish attire On the department's Facebook page Police were unable to charge the man because of a lack of evidence, but Sergeant Adams thought it was important to publicise his assignment to deter the suspect or others in the future. He wrote, I wanted to share with you that we will use all means available to try and protect our children. That includes dressing up as an Amish woman to attempt to apprehend a pervert. The picture shows Sergeant Adams in a blue dress, black cloak and bonnet. Local Amish residents, who did not want their children to testify in court, supplied the officer with the clothes to help scare away the suspect. <laughs> Sergeant Adams said the man has not been seen in Pulaski, around 60 miles northwest of Pittsburgh, since January. Police believe the suspect is the same man who was sentenced to house arrest that month for similar behaviour in neighbouring Mercer County. So there we go. There we go. That's got an earth-shattering story there. And I think as we've got the opportunity here, we should really go for it, and I'll hand over from the news test. Let's have the weather.
3: Okay, yeah. Yeah, rob with the weather. Rob with the weather. So the the main story, I think, is that there might be storms tomorrow, is what I can gather. Uh, So we've we've had some very nice uh, sunny weather for the last week, but unfortunately it looks like it's breaking down a bit and we're going into a more sort of westerly, windy, wet regime, which is what we're all going to be very sad about, aren't we?
1: Oh, amazing. Isn't that used to have a weather report that is on a podcast Brilliant. that is literally a tiny trapped <laughs> bubble of the past? So you'll listen to that weather report and be like, I don't know what this means, uh, Or what time <laughs> of year, or what year this was even in. Uh, but it's nice to have... Where what, are your
3: listeners from?
1: Uh, they're all over, mate. All over. Latvia, Scandinavia, we've probably got some Russian It's going to be there, rough weather Germany. somewhere in the world. We are big in the German <laughs> that, Empire. That report, yeah, anyway, like, yeah.
3: the people listening to that report, it will be right somewhere. Probably. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's the first time ever we've had the news and the weather. I know, it's started a brand we'll new Trends travel next. Next. as well yeah this is going to catch on Entertainment. I reckon tonight you'll see the weather on BBC News now Probably yeah. yeah. and we started here. It started i would imagine in this <laughs> basement it started. Do you remember that paedophile that used to be on this morning? You had the floating island out on yeah. On the river. yeah, yeah. Bobby. when yeah. he fell in. Mr Blobby, <laughs> no, Mr. Mr Blobby never presented the weather. <laughs> no. No, no, I do remember no, that. No, no. Yeah, he
2: was on there for years. I, I don't that, know though. if he's actually—is he convicted? I'm not sure. Well, I think there's no smoke without fire, son. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if we can say that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah he uh, Fre- He was called it Fred, was wasn't he? Fred, I think it was Fred. Fred West, was it? No, he wasn't Fred West. Oh no, no Fred West was not in the middle of and he Fred on... I'm not no, sure he wasn't Fred Dines. no he wasn't Fred Dines. he's a local, local hero so... we might be able to get him on the and show
3: that, I'm not sure there's that many uh, podcasts where Fred West and Hitler both come up in the same hour long well, hey, we, we are, 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 are
1: award nominated <laughs> <laughs> and this is the reason why we plumb the depths that no one else will and on that bomb show it's probably time for us to start wrapping up the show now because I need to go to a party where there might be some gammon and possibly a stew ready for me Mr Swan. you got any final words no I think it's been a fantastic sh- episode I've very much enjoyed. With everybody's company and uh, yeah it's been good well that yeah. sounded like your usual press release <laughs> uh, Dave have you got anything to add finally not at all not at all uh, and Mr Rob let's give you a little round of applause <laughs> have you got anything that you would like to add any final words for our listeners from around the world yeah go chase some tornadoes chase oh, tornadoes what a message other weather types are available we've got two people on the sofa Ed and Matilde anything you want to add Nah, and nope, Uh, the only final thing I've got to add is if you like this and you want to listen to this, well, you've listened to this, so I've made you listen to this, so now go to our website if you want to listen to loads of old shows, and some of them are good. That's at www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com. We're also on facebook.com slash UK I believe and we're on YouTube everywhere so do check us out spread the word share the links and we'll become like a global phenomenon finally combining Fred West and Hitler together at last in unison Um, Fred West no John West makes tuna doesn't he Fred West was a very naughty man don't be like Fred West and on that big bombshell and on that advice we have been the boys this has been The Basement you've been the listener Goodbye. goodbye